Hello. You looked surprised to see me, but well, I just <laughs> I didn't know if I couldn't tell if you said hello or oh. Oh, oh I said oh, like Mrs. Doubtfire. <laughs> oh yes. So then I enthusiastically just said hello because <laughs> then I knew it would either greet you back or um, start this. <laughs> oh, it's gonna be a day. It's Ugh. already been a day. Yeah. But oh my goodness. I thought it was Friday for a lot of today. It uh, is not. It is I thought it was Thursday. Well, so yeah. How's your week going? Other than thinking it's not today. It's good, I think. Uh it's a little rainy today, which is too bad. April showers, showers. during May flowers. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm like, please have May come soon. I was out walking yesterday, just quickly, and I was looking at the trees and um like the grass and stuff, and I was like, I'm so excited to be able to see like the little green yeah the, the leaf buds and the flower buds starting. Yeah. Yep. So today, what are we talking about? We are talking about um, the Great Commission. Love it. And then it goes into Acts 1 and 2, which talks a little bit about Pentecost. Sweet. Um, or some people call it Pentecost, which I. <laughs> <laughs> Pentecost. Pentecost. That's not even how it's spelled. I know. It's spelled Pentecost. P N T E C O S T. Yeah. Interesting. But, so in Sunday school, we're starting a new series called Get Back Up Again. That's back. Yes. So, um, which I'm really excited about. I yeah. uh I think it's gonna be really good. Um so the um life application for this series is resilience, getting back up when something gets you down. Resilience is such a big thing. I think we've all been down. I sometimes think about I I won't name who this individual was, yeah. but I, I sometimes think when you hear falling down and bouncing back up about the, I remember seeing a person fall once and trip, but like automatically like they hit the ground and automatically like jumped right back up and kept going. <laughs> I just I sometimes think about that as resilience of mm-hmm. like like literally we may not always hit the ground and jump back up and keep going yeah. but when things are going bad when we don't just stop and lie there on the ground um that that shows us resilience exactly i'm gonna tell a story okay um so in 2008 i worked half yeah. the summer at beaver creek yeah and they have had <laughs> <laughs> had a trampoline Yes. Um, and so the first, it was the first week with the first group of campers. And the kids, I was on the trampoline and the kids were like, Buttercup, because that was my camp nickname. Yeah. Buttercup, uh, do a backflip. So I jump, do this backflip, I land on my back. Yeah. And just go straight through. <laughs> <laughs> There's a buttercup shaped hole on the trampoline yeah i'm laying underneath looking up at this (laughs) hole in a trampoline yeah i hear a friend who's just up the hill go where'd she go (laughs) (laughs) and i'm laying there going the moment i 
<laughs> back up from this. Yeah. I'm going to be mocked endlessly. And also, I am essentially a visitor at this camp, and I have just broken the funnest toy. <laughs> yeah. It's true. Um, so then I got up. I had to go to the camp director. It yeah. was very sweet. I had never met her. <laughs> yeah. Until this. And I knock on the door, and she opens the door, and she's just killing herself laughing. And she's yeah. like, are you okay? Because I watched that whole thing happen from in here. <laughs> but got back up and it has become one of the uh one of my favorite stories <laughs> yeah see uh, and you got back up exactly. i mean you didn't bounce back up did not um, bounce back <laughs> up i was supposed to bounce back up did not yeah <laughs> but, um so yeah so today we're talking about um getting back up when something gets you down and how god is always with us when that happens mm-hmm. he is so today we're talking about the great commission um, Alicia, what do you know about the Great Commission? I know, well, I, it's it's not very long. No, but it's, not. it's uh, it it's all about Jesus telling us to be a disciple maker, mm-hmm. to go and produce followers of Jesus, um, <clears throat> and it's a good reminder that Jesus is with us yeah. always, like we talked about earlier as well. Yeah, exactly. It is. I, I really like the Great Commission. I think we don't really maybe know what that means. Well, that's just the thing. I was going to say, there's a lot of times that we're like, what does that actually mean? Yeah. And and there may be people that go disciples, but that was just the 12 people who followed Jesus around. Exactly. Right? Exactly. So what, but what is being a disciple look like today? Yeah. And what does making them look like today? Yeah. I mean, if you look earlier in the gospels when it talks about john the baptist Mm -hmm. it'll say they were disciples of john yeah that doesn't mean that john was their god no that meant that john was the guy who was pointing them to jesus exactly they were following him as they followed john no they were following 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 john John. follows jesus yeah Um, and like he was he was a disciple maker yes exactly for jesus because he wanted others to follow jesus yeah and so and jesus with the great commission he's talking to primarily to the disciples and to people who have followed him Mm -hmm. and so he's now saying you've worked with me for three years now do the good work with you are let other people follow you as you follow me. Yeah. Almost um, like passing the torch, but without yeah. Jesus, like Jesus isn't giving up and yeah. like being like, phew, my job's done. But yeah. like, it's looking different. So he's passing the torch on to those yeah. that he's been teaching. Yeah, exactly. Just an aside, but it's kind of similar concept. In, in First Corinthians, First Corinthians 11, verse 1 imitators of me as i am of christ right um and i think like that's that's when he's talking about like everything you do do it for the glory of god yeah be imitators of me as i am of christ and i think that that is it sort of echoes the great commission Mm -hmm. i think so be an imitator of 
me as I follow Christ. Yeah. Um, Jesus had to do his best, even in his humanness, to follow yeah. the Father well, so mm-hmm. that disciples knew what to follow and what it looked like. Yes. The disciples obviously had their their missteps yeah. in that following, just like we do. Mm-hmm. Um, Jesus didn't. But no. the rest of us, from that point on, have all had our missteps. There have been times where other people are following us as we follow Christ and we take our eyes off Christ and those people run into us. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I'm just looking up these lyrics for this song. It's not, um, it's not like, a, it's not a Christian song per se, but um, it, this conversation has made me think of it. So it's a country song and it says driving through town, just my boy and me with a happy male in his booster seat, knowing that he couldn't have the toy till his nuggets were gone. Green traffic light turned straight to red. I hit my brakes and mumbled under my breath. His fries went to flying and his orange drink covered his lap. Well, then my four-year-old said a four-letter word that started with S and I was concerned. So I said, son, now, where did you learn to talk like that? And he said, I've been watching you. Dad, ain't that cool? And then if we skip down a little bit, um, then we go to the next verse and it says, we got back home and I went to the barn. I browed my browed i bowed my head and prayed real hard said lord please help me help my stupid self then this side of bedtime later that night turning my son's scooby-doo nightlight he crawled out of bed and he got on his knees he closed his little eyes folded his little hands and spoke to god like he was talking to a friend and i said son now where did you learn to pray like that and he said i've been watching you dad ain't that cool yeah so like here's this it's a a more a more modern example i guess of our missteps that can turn people away from following christ but then we also have our our good steps yeah that will point others towards christ and to want to be a follower of them because people do watch us as christians when they know we're christians mm-hmm. they watch because they yeah. want to see what's going to happen and i think a big fear for the disciples their entire belief was almost based on what they could see. Yeah. And so then there's this, well, what now? Who do we imitate so that others can imitate us well? So Jesus tells them he's going to send a helper. Yeah. Um, and that's the Holy Spirit. Right. And so we can imitate God both by, we, we, we imitate him by seeing the bible his actions yeah. both yeah. father god and son god as jesus mm-hmm. um we can imitate their actions yes um jesus came as a in your face example yeah of, of those actions yeah and then he, he sends the holy spirit yeah and that's kind of the holy spirit always existed yeah there was time in my childhood i think yeah into my teens where i thought holy spirit was not active until yeah. pentecost right like burning bush yeah that would have been the holy spirit holy spirit is clear in in 
the Old Testament, the New Testament leading up to Pentecost. Yeah. The way that um, people can receive the Holy Spirit yeah. looked different starting at Pentecost. So if we look at Acts 2, when the day of Pentecost arrived, we're all together in one place. First of all, important to note right off the bat, Pentecost as a festival or celebration already existed. They, Which, they were gathering for Pentecost and then the Holy Spirit came. What were they celebrating? Um, Pentecost is mentioned a number of times in the New Testament. The most famous record of this holy day appears in the book of Acts. Festival of Pentecost arrived and the believers all gathered together in one place. This account is especially interesting considering the background of Pentecost. The traditional Jewish community, it has always been a day of thanking God for the early harvest, trusting in a later harvest. What was understood in the physical realm of the Torah was made manifest in the spiritual realm of New Covenant times. The coming of the Holy Spirit has become the most famous of first fruits. The early fruits have come in, and the implicit promise of the later harvest will also come. Pentecost was thankfulness of early fruit with the expectation that there will be a good harvest later on, which really speaks, I think, to the spiritual aspect of it. The Holy Spirit shows up 2,000 years ago at Pentecost when they're celebrating yeah. Early fruit. Right. Early harvest. They're celebrating early harvest because they're expecting in anticipation a great harvest later. Right. So the Holy Spirit shows up to expect and anticipate a great harvest of mankind. Right. Yeah. No, that totally makes sense. Um, which I had never, I didn't really know at Pentecost why they would have been celebrating it. I don't think I ever thought even thought of it as a question. Yeah. Until now, because even, I mean, you had mentioned that Pentecost was already happening before this. Yeah. But even the first verse of chapter two is when the day of Pentecost came. So like it was already. Yeah. Like they were already together. So it was a festival, just like Passover or yeah. Hanukkah. Exactly. Um, suddenly there came from heaven, so they're all together already. Suddenly there came from heaven a sound like a mighty rushing wind and it filled the entire house where they were sitting and divided tongues as of fire appeared to them and rested on each one of them. And they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak in other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. Now there were dwelling in Jerusalem Jews, devout men from every nation under heaven. And at this sound, the multitude came together and they were bewildered because each one was hearing them speak in his own language. And they were amazed and astonished, saying, Are not all of these who are speaking Galileans? And how is it that we hear each of us in his own native language? We'll skip down to verse 12. Okay. All were amazed and perplexed, saying to one another, What does this mean? Others were mocking and said, They're filled with new wine. Yeah. The Holy Spirit, in order to get the attention of the people who were gathered, came in yeah. like a rushing wind, changed yeah. the way they expected things to look yeah. and sound, and the way people expected to hear other people talk, Yeah, show his power. 
because here you know everyone is like they're amazed and confused yeah and and my version of verse 13 says some however made fun of them and said they've had too much wine yeah so i think sometimes god working or the holy spirit working in these ways does tend to throw people for a loop yeah and then which is not a bad thing no no it's like it just makes everybody all of a sudden go huh and think about it a little bit more exactly um and then and then in the the next part peter which i like to think that this is peter's kind of when he really starts taking the great commission seriously um he sees what's happening he has a full understanding of what's happening and he gets up and he starts preaching um it says peter standing with the eleven lifted up his voice and addressed them men of judea and all who dwell in jerusalem let this be known to you give ear to my word for these people are not drunk as you suppose since it is only the third hour of the day which is 9 a.m but this is what was uttered through the prophet Joel. So then he talks about the prophecy that Joel gave. Yeah. And in the last days it shall be, God declares, that I will pour out my spirit on all flesh, and your sons and daughters shall prophesy, your young men shall see visions, and your old men shall dream dreams. Even on my male servants and female servants, in those days I will pour out my spirit, and they shall prophesy. And I show wonder in the heavens above and signs on the earth below, blood and fire and vapor of smoke. The sun shall be turned to darkness and the moon to blood before the day of the Lord comes, the great and magnificent day. And it shall come to pass that everyone who calls upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Men of Israel, hear these words of Jesus of Nazareth. Um, so those words... Which basically yeah. talked about Pentecost. Yeah. Joel said those before Jesus was even on earth. Which is cool, eh? Yeah. Like, that's one of those prophecies that just, like, really cool to see God weaving this story all throughout the Bible. Yeah. Like, from, like, way early on. Yeah. Yeah, it's really neat. I will pour out my spirit on all flesh. Your sons and daughters shall prophesy. God, God already trying to lay the groundwork yeah. for that good harvest. Exactly. Um, and help people understand that like that good harvest comes when you're following the way. Yeah, exactly. To tie it back into um, bouncing back, is it in Galatians? There's the verse of do not tire of doing good for in time you will reap that harvest. Yeah. So sometimes things are um, are difficult, but when we keep going and striving towards following Jesus and pointing to others to him, that yeah. harvest is going to be seen. We bounce back because God is with us. We have the ability to bounce back with the Holy Spirit mm-hmm. that the disciples didn't have a full understanding of until this point. Yep. Exactly. And so we get to bounce back. God is still with us primarily in the form of the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. That doesn't necessarily mean that we are um, speaking in tongues of fire. No. And, and all of that. Um, although 
those are spiritual gifts. Yep, they so, are. And like, there's nothing wrong with that. The, yeah, the Holy Spirit uses all of our spiritual gifts, whatever they are. He uses those things to help our resilience and help us bounce back so that people can follow us as we follow him. Exactly. So this week, try to look to Jesus, look to God, look to the Holy Spirit, um, mm-hmm. and figure out what it looks like for you for people to follow you as you follow him yeah um and when people are looking at you what are they seeing about resilience exactly learning about your ability to bounce back with god yep um sometimes it's hard yeah and sometimes your resilience comes from you just laying under the trampoline that you just broke for a minute and taking a hot second. But sometimes it's falling and bouncing right back up. Yeah, exactly. Lord will guide you. He will. And, and he never, there, there's never been a promise that things are always going to be easy when we follow Christ. Yeah. But he has promised that he'll always be with yeah. us and guide us. Uh, I will never leave you nor forsake you. Mm-hmm. Lord. Yeah. And that's those times when you fall down and you can't get up. And it's those times when you fall down and he picks you right back up again. Exactly. Um, So this week, think of somebody who you follow as they follow Christ. And think of somebody who might be following you, even if you don't realize it, as you follow Christ. And what example are you setting? And what example are you following? That is a good challenge. I love that challenge. So. And and we'd love it if you would want to share that with us. Yeah, we would. So. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, thank you, Alicia. Yes, thank you, Court. We will talk to you next week. All right. Sounds good. All right. Bye. Bye.